Okay, so I think I've I think I've got it recorded. Wait, I gotta get my notebook. And, nope. Oh. What? I, I gotta get a drink to it. Hold just a second. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. So I think it's going. All right. Um, Wait, do you need anything? Yeah, I probably have to go to the bathroom, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, I'm old. Is it recording? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is the... Truly Unlimited Podcast. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Truly Unlimited Podcast. My name is Dawn Bruce, and I'm here with the notorious... <laughs> Jeff Plunkett. <laughs> We're glad you've joined us today um, once again. Um, what we're talking about today is Join the Shift. And this is a, a movement that we've started and understand. We, under, we know that we are not the only ones. It is not totally, the idea isn't totally created by us. However, this movement, this idea is not common. If I, is that right? It's just that people... I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting you know, we have joking. a movement. Yes. It's not that... Is the, basically what I'm saying is this is not a new idea hmm. with us, but it's something that people don't seem to grasp. Yeah, yeah. Does that well, make sense? Yeah, uh, I mean, in, in one way, this shift has happened thousands of times over all of all of since creation um this in in we're just we're just trying to lead that shift right in the now right. and we're exactly. not the only ones that are trying to lead this shift other people are trying to lead this shift this is just our version of it and we feel but we feel um we're very invested in this we feel it's very important and we want you to understand what today is about. We want you to understand what it is yeah. and what it means and how you can be a part. Yeah. And so in, in, in a very summarized version, Join the Shift is basically, you know, there is, a, there is a, a massive amount of communication from the church um, in church, parachurch organizations that is fear-based it's right. we're afraid of this we're afraid of that they're taking away this they're taking away that um what if what if this happens what if etc and it's all fear-based fear of and we don't acknowledge it's fear right right but yeah in 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 sure are are those things possibly going to be taken away yeah maybe whatever i don't know I, maybe they are maybe they're not so many of the things seem outlandish and, and if you're hearing that and going hey come on but what about this okay but what about that what about whatever it is whatever came to your mind what if they take that away what if they take it away right like i i and i'm not saying that we 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 don't have a voice in those things but here's what i'm saying here's here's our shift the shift is i am going to be attached to the permanent god permanently right. like he, he's been around he was around before the first molecule was spoken into existence in in genesis it says everything was tohu vabohu which means formless and void now, i don't know exactly what that means but i have some thoughts on on what that means um, from from some 
things in physics, but it doesn't matter. Here's the point. Here's what really matters is that he was always. He was always. And he's unchanging. He's, he's never changed. He's never shifted. He's never shifted. We're the only ones that can make a shift, by the way. Uh, we're, we're asking you to join the shift back to the unshiftable one. No, it, I've never right. said that phrase in my entire <laughs> life, but it, but it you know makes sense in in the moment. Um, he's never changed, and he's always been, and look, he's always going to be, and he's inviting us into permanence. And so, what we have, what we have, have in our in our group think, in our group panic, even um, we've 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 come up with, hey, I can justify being afraid of this thing oh i can justify being afraid of this thing and we've we've kind of collectively said oh well we can justify being afraid of this 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 can we right can is there any justification does the bible say you can fear and you know be totally afraid of and worry about these things right but not does it say that no, never. never. Right. That's that's just the thing, because what what what's often communicated, and and that's that's what we're really talking about is what's communicated, what is how it, how are we presenting faith? How are we presenting Christianity? How are we presenting God when we we run around like Chicken Little? The sky is falling. This is happening. Blah 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 blah. Um, and then even with the you know we're recording this now. Um, what is this May? Oh my goodness! Yes. It's May of 2021. We've been in this pandemic over a year now, um, well over a year. Um, and the the a pretty common church response was, "We're not wearing masks because we're brave." Oh. But yet, so that means the other ones who do wear them are not brave, right? I mean, that was that was kind of the implication. <laughs> and so then, we're judging now. <laughs> yes, we're partitioning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're partitioning ourselves from from other people based on mask wearing or not mask wearing. And that was the most divisive thing. One of the most divisive things. Um, and I could go into a whole discussion why there was divisiveness in masks and in race and in viewpoints. Everything. And yes, I mean, like, I, I hear I, you breathing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Is he saying I don't breathe at other times? I don't know. <laughs> she, whenever I'm speaking, <laughs> she's usually holding her breath because she's like, I have no idea what he's going to say. So, <laughs> um, just to pull us back a minute, what I wanted to do is on. We do have a Facebook group that you can join. You do have to answer a few questions, but you can go in. But on that, we have Join the Shift. We are determined to shift the Christian conversation from a fear of the temporary to a genuine faith in the permanence of our unlimited God. And the scripture on here is set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, Colossians 3, 2. And what I want to make sure that you understand is what we are talking about, just as Jeff's talking about this fear, all those fears, concerns, things that we rise up about. <clears throat> now now I'm getting a voice thing. 
um, things that we rise up against or get all worried about and upset about most of the time are just about temporary things some of them temporary in our human life and some of them are temporary as of from this week to the next Mm -hmm. and we get so caught up in that and we're missing the bigger picture of who God is and what he's doing in us and in our world and in the people around us. Right. And, and let me clarify something, too, because, it, it, again, one, some of the pushback that, that people sometimes have with what they think I'm, I'm saying, whenever I'm saying it, and I don't know about you, Don, um, what, what you hear. Um, and some of this is just kind of an imagined conversation. Some of it's actual conversations um, with with people is I'm, I'm by no means am I saying things like um, that are you saying that the the church shouldn't stand up against things like abortion no I'm not saying that at all um, what I'm saying is our our primary objective should be our joining with the permanence of God and understanding that everything, everything is temporary. Everything else is temporary. Um, and so, and, but whenever, so whenever we, I talk about, you know, things like abortion, look, that's killing a baby. And why would we kill a baby? Okay, because for, and, and I get it, there's all kinds of, of reasons why they would kill a baby, but that's not joining with the permanence of God. Killing a baby is not joining with the permanence of God. Um, but if our, but what what we do is we get off track on our purpose. If our purpose is well, we've got to stand up against that group of people because that group of people is taking away our rights, taking away our things, taking away our privileges, taking away blah blah blah. Um, that's where I I begin to have a problem because it's no longer about this or that. It's about I'm losing something that was temporary in the first place. Um, But if my objective is permanence, permanence with God, and and the permanence of God comes from, look, he, he, he thought highly of each and every one of us. He unconditionally loves each and every one of us. Um, and it's not my, um, it's not my place to say that little baby has no value to me, a temporary person. Um, it has that baby has infinite value to God in permanence, always has been. And the mother does too. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> right. Hundred percent. Thing. 100% and a lot true. of times we. Yeah. Cast off one group in right. in promotion of another. Right. True. And that I believe is unbiblical. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. And I love that you brought that up. You're exactly right. Because it they all have value. Now you go, but the what's the what's the solution in these complicated situations? That is tough. That is a that is it, Look, there's a great deal of pain and suffering. There's not an easy solution. Because the um, false idea that we get is that our purpose 
is to create a Christian nation where everybody follows all of our ideas of what Christianity should be, yet we want it to still be freedom of religion, (laughs) but yet we want to set it up as a Christian nation. And what I'm saying is, you know, coming back again to where the disciples thought that Jesus was setting up a physical kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that's <clears throat> not how what it was. Come on. But Come on. we can reach people is it through our swords and you know battle axes or whatever because mm-hmm. we're fighting against something or does the Bible say it's through our love? Mm. And so when we talk about join the shift, what we're wanting people to do is look beyond our own personal agenda, even our own what we feel is our Christian agenda, and look at what God is really saying about people and our purpose here and what this tiny little blip in eternity means mm-hmm. and um and 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 to see it as that so we want to shift our conversation to a bigger thinking beyond just our own ideas and justification for the way we feel things should happen yeah yeah i i, I was reading i think it was just this morning um and, and this came back to my mind um, but First Timothy 2, 8 um, says, I desire then that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Um, you know, so so understand the, the objective is this, that we focus on God. I mean, that's, that, that's the first and primary objective. Um, what we do out of that purpose then is good but if we can do good what's and i'm and i've got you can't see this on, but yeah i've got air quotes we can do good out of the wrong purpose um so you know when we we come in 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 we're if we're doing what we think is good in order to alleviate our fears that's not good we if we we, um, we do good in order to elevate our control or power or sustain or sustain our rights um, that we've had. And, and look, understand. And, and, and yes, we're we're sitting here. We're recording this in Oklahoma, um, in the so-called Bible Belt, and I, I I strongly disagree with that. But but you know what we call the Bible Belt of the United States, um, but let me, can I, can I shock you just a second and say that God is not limited to Oklahoma or the United States? Right. Like, like in the United States is not in the Bible anywhere. Now, I don't know what that means. It doesn't even really matter in my mind. Some people, you know, will spend their entire life and that's all they they want to think about and i don't know what difference it makes 
Um, but here's what I care about. I know God. I, I want to focus on God, the triune God. I want to focus on his permanence. Um, and I'm not going to get caught up and drugged down by all of the temporary things or the way we define things in one country or one state or one household even. I'm going to think about it in terms of permanence and eminence from from all of who God is. That's how I want to think about it. Um, that's because that's what God invites us into, and he made it possible through the work of Jesus Christ in sacrificing himself. And if I fail to do that, I, I, as Scripture says, I sacrifice him again. I crucify him again because I'm not living in that, that faith of permanence in, in God. Um, and he not only that, he, he left he ascended so that the Holy Spirit could come and live inside of me and dwell inside of each of us um, so that we could live out this, this faith in the permanence of God rather than, than having this, this story, this ridiculous story of, I'm so afraid of this, I'm so afraid of that, I'm so afraid, 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 afraid and you need to be fearful of losing blah, blah, blah. Why? Look, look, and 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 I'm gonna get really passionate about this. In in in, I'm gonna anger some people. I'm gonna frustrate the fire out of some people right now. There's gonna be people that are never gonna listen to us again um, because I'm gonna say this, but it but it's true. Um, Christianity is not within our borders of the United States. And, and Christianity is not the same as Americanism. It's not the same thing. They're not identical. They're not identical things. And so, so look, Christianity is, is not only it's a universal perspective because it's God. It's not, it, it, and when I say universal, I don't mean like the world. I mean everything. So, so get outside of the borders of the United States or your state or your household or your church. Get outside of that and, and recognize and view, view the passion of who God is, not to people, but who God is mm-hmm. in genuineness right. of who he is, regardless of what people say. I, it doesn't matter what people say because people will shrink God in order to control their image of who they think he is or isn't, but it's who he genuinely is. Um, And so understand that. So can I interpret my passion for who God is in Nigeria, in China, in Russia, in Italy, in Iraq, in Kuwait, in Pakistan, in... um, Turkey, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, um, Argentina, Peru, Chile. Antarctica. Yeah, and in sixty below, you know, at sixty below in Antarctica, um, among the penguins, can I be standing there and still interpret um, the the majesty, the permanence, the unlimited nature of God? Yes, and if I can't, then I have an improper 
I have a, a teeny tiny perspective of who God is. Why? Why would I have a teeny tiny perspective of who God is? Because I need to control it and I need it to elevate who I am in the place that I am. And that is not what we're asking you to join. We're asking you to join a shift to where our conversation, our Christian conversation is not about the teeny tininess of fear, teeny tininess of 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 what we have and who we are, blah 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 in this this little tiny space of a of a even just the United States or our state or whatever, but it's the fullness of who God is in all of who God is in permanence and who he's always been and who he'll always be. That is who we put our faith in, not in our government, not in rules, not in privileges, not in rights, none of that, but we put our permanence in him first. If, it, if, not, if things flow out of that, that's beautiful. If they, if they are just about what our activism Look, everybody's got activism. There's plenty of activism in the world. If if our faith is merely about activism, that's pathetic. You know, um, the thing to understand is we're not saying you can't have a cause. Right. No, we're not saying that at all. Matter of fact, you, we're elevating it. Right. But But your foundation behind it has to be greater than your fear. And, and personally, I feel like one of the greatest examples of that is Martin Luther King Jr. Because it was peaceful protests. He did talk about certain things and work through certain things, but his, his um, Christianity was unshakable. The, the racism that he dealt with yeah. didn't shake that. Neither did the people that were racist. <laughs> they didn't shake his foundation. And he did have a cause against something, but his Christianity wasn't hinged on that cause. And he proceeded within that cause with a love for people, without a, you know, a lot of times I hear people who will fight against hatred with hatred, <laughs> you know, and it's it doesn't work like that, and 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 I'm not I'm sure Martin Luther King Jr. had his own stuff and problems or whatever because he's human like the rest of us. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you can have a cause. You can can go about it in a biblical way and still make a difference like he did. Yeah, absolutely. But without your biblical foundation being shaken. So we're not saying you can't have that. We're not saying you just to that there might not be things that you need to stand up for. Mm -hmm. What we're saying is don't make that your religion. Mm -hmm. Don't make that your main thing and that it's this or I die, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and, yeah. and it's all about that because 
even on the thing of that you're talking about of Americanism or Christianity, mm-hmm. I'm telling you that people can come in and and take away my America. Mm-hmm. People can, there are nations that there is a possibility that it could fall at some point. Yeah. But my Christianity isn't hinged on that. Right. And no matter what anybody else does, the only person that can um, do anything with my Christianity is if I choose to deny it. Right. And that is just on me. Yeah. And, and so when you're looking at permanence, what's permanence and what's temporary, even in that. And, yes, I'm proud to be an American. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I don't, when I look at history, I don't hurt for the people that were affected by the atomic bomb. Mm. Yeah. Because I do. Do I realize that, yes, something, things happen? They do when we're in war and, and different things. But that doesn't mean that people in other places aren't valuable to God and they, don't ha- and they aren't less valuable than I am. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it this way. Look, if you're, if, look, here's, again, here's my problem. My, my, my suffering, one of my sufferings, um, and I think it's, it, you know, it's just real. I get it, but a suffering is when, when there is this absolute necessity to define Christianity from an American perspective, and it's just foolish. Right. If you don't like it, tough. I'm just going to tell you the truth, because it's foolish it makes zero sense um but big in in our you know people will get so passionate about but i need to hold on to my american rights great fine i don't you know great if you want to do that but that's not christianity that's not because because i can't lose i can't no who can snatch me out of god's hand some some losing of some right to worship? No. No, that's not going to snatch me out of God's hand. But people get all fired up. Look, if, if you – and here's a statement I make that some people do not like because it's, it's way too much truth. Um, are you just as passionate about um, – somebody in in a unreached people group in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. do you weep do you get as passionate about that as you do your 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 right to worship openly here which is not nearly as threatened as is some some radio voices will say, um, right. and, and I'm going to tell you, I, I will be so bold as to say the reason why they're doing that is for ratings. Um, it has nothing to do with the reality right. of the threat. Now, are, are there some threats? Sure, sure. Right. 
fine. But it's not it's not nearly as as threatened as it's but even if it was, even, even if, if it, it was. Yeah. Even if it was and I'm not saying but what I am saying is look, God is permanent and you're not gonna snatch me out of your hands out of his hands by by taking away my right to worship freely. Like they can't worship freely. I have, I have, I have a, I have a dear, cherished friend, and I'm going to get emotional. I'm going to get, I'm getting teary eyed. I've got a dear, cherished friend that that this, a couple of friends, but but dear, cherished friend, their greatest passion is serving people in um, a people group that, if it's known. If it's known that you have a Bible or that you're worshiping Jesus, that there is a strong likelihood that you will be put to death. Um, like I, you know, in, in a completely different country, I have a, had a conversation with a, 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 a young man um, not too long ago who shared with me that just because um, he didn't look like people in that particular country um, had, had some feature that didn't look like he was part of that country. Even though he is a part of that country, it is his native country that he was threatened and almost killed on multiple occasions, and it's not safe. Look, so here's here's what I'm saying to you. I am I am just as passionate about that. You know why? Not because of the the laws, not because of the rules, but because those are infinitely valuable people. To who? God. They're infinitely valuable people to God. He's inviting them and you and me. That's what's important. That's what that's what's important. And we're asking you to join the shift, to, to join the convert, to to increase the conversation about the permanence of God. Here's the imagination. Here's 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 the fantasy. Um, and and I say that um, with I hope it's not a fantasy. I hope it's it's genuine. Um, but I've I've heard from people. Oh, that that would be beautiful. But that's just a fantasy. It's never going to happen. Um, fine. But here's. But it, but that's not going to change the drive that we as a as a as people of God that our conversation is not this. Let me tell you what God's done for me. Um, not not let me tell you or or even um, fear of I'm losing my rights or fear of anything. Mm-hmm. Let me let me. Let me stop the conversation about fear of anything, and let me stop the conversations about about how much God has even done for me. And I'm not saying don't be gra- gracious, not not have gratitude to God. I'm not saying that at all. But but if that's all that God is to you, about what He brings you, look, I, you know, that's that's like all I care about is you know my. Grandparents, you know, whenever I was a kid, my grandparents gave me a hundred dollars in an envelope every year, 
Um, I think it was a hundred dollars. I don't know if if my cousins are listening, um, and, and yours was was less. Then I was wrong. It was whatever yours was. It was all the <laughs> same. Okay. Um, but if that's all I care about, that what my grandparents gave me every Christmas, um, in an envelope of cash. You're only as valuable as whatever you give me. Is that all, all that God is worth to you is what he gives you? What if he gives you, gives you nothing? What if he provides you nothing? Does he n- no longer mean anything to you? So, so why are we only communicating that story? Let me tell you how much God has blessed me. Great. What if he never blesses you? Is he not worth anything to you? He has infinite value. You have infinite value to him, whether you do anything for him or not. He has infinite value to me, because whether he does anything for me or not. Right. It's not about that. Right. He is God in permanence, forever and ever, always, unlimited. Unlimited. He is the unlimited God. It doesn't matter if he does anything for me or not. So quit letting that be our primary objective. Well, come on in because he's going to do all these great things for you. What what difference does it make? And if he doesn't, are you planning something within them that causes doubt and fear and exactly. everything? Because those people that may be a weaker, newer Christian don't understand. Right. And And so then are we planning that in them because we're saying, oh, well, we're giving the idea that if you're a Christian, it means all these great things are going to happen. Right. And they may, but they may not. Right. Yeah. He, he will. Yes. Yeah. Will he take care of us? Does, yes, absolutely. Sure. Not in the same way we want all the time. Right. <laughs> I, I have, I, I've said this many times and I said, you know, I have 100% faith that God is good. I have 0% faith in our ability to define what is good. <laughs> right. Right? I, because what? how would I know what's good? I think something's good. If I, I think, oh, you know, I, you know, many, many times I thought, oh, this job is going to be, oh, this is so good. God's blessing me with this job. And then six weeks later, I'm like, oh, this is horrible. This is the worst thing ever. Right. right? I, I like... Santa Fe's white queso dip with the ground beef in it. Stop bringing up food. <laughs> and and I, I just could eat that all the time because yeah. I feel like it is good. Mm. But for my body, mm-hmm. it would not be good for me to eat that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and those things of we want all this great stuff to happen. But honestly, you know, church – Real church growth, it usually came from persecution. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, great songs that were written usually came from pain. Mm -hmm. And and there are things that happen that if you, if I look at my life, sure, there's pains and things that I wish I hadn't Mm -hmm. had to go through, but I know that I'm who I am now because of that and am I upset I might have been mad at God at the time (laughs) I mean just to be honest Mm -hmm. because I didn't see beyond but um am I upset at God that I had to go through those things no did he make everything beautiful out of every one of those situations 
not if I want to think of them separately as little bitty situations, Mm -hmm. but if I look at the whole of what it's done in my life and how he's carried me through despite struggles and pains and things like that, then that is what's great. And that's what we want to give, help people to understand is it's not just this one little fight and this suffer and this and these tiny little things and even America, and that's not our only thing, but even that is just a small blip in the face of eternity. Mm. And what we're saying is don't look at every tiny little individual thing and expect that God's going to make you know, just fear it if it doesn't turn out a certain way. That's basically fear it if it doesn't turn out a certain way because God is working. Whether um, America thrives or falls, God is still working. Whether I live or die, God is still working. Mm -hmm. Whether I have a lot of money or am hungry because I can't afford food, God is still working. Mm. And that's what we want to shift the idea of. It doesn't depend on these tiny little instances that are temporary. It is on that permanent nature of God that spans time. Yeah. Yeah. And it is about, again, it's not about a long time. It's about forever. Um, but you know something as you were saying there, and, and we're, we're we're making this one a little shorter than usual, but we're, we're about to wrap it up. But but one one thing that came up for me is you know think about um, um, when um, Joseph was in Egypt and he interpreted the the the, the dream, um, and he said, "Here's what God is showing you. There's going to be." seven years of plenty and then there's going to be seven years of famine there's going to be there's going to be famine and you know he's saying be prepared now you'd go that's part of god's blessing plan is to 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 provide this this solution for famine absolutely look here's my point in that there was famine you go but that doesn't sound very blessingness i don't know what it all, it, it all led to something important. Um, and, and when I say important, I don't mean like even the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, 50 years, 200 years, 5,000 years, whatever it is. It, it, that's not my point. It's about permanence. Um, so it was just seven years of, of famine where, you know, cattle died and, and there was barely any food left. And that brought all the people that were in surrounding Egypt into the city so that they could they could take of the grain. Um, it was there, and it brought them in and go, oh, but you know what? You know what that led to? Them being um, enslaved. Right. Um, yeah, but it also meant that they collected as a people. Right. They were enslaved, but and you go, well, that doesn't sound very blessing-ish. Um, you know what? It was an incredible blessing because it brought them all into as, as a people instead of them just being scattered all about as little little uh, Bedouin peoples just, you know, um, traveling around in tents. They collected. And then, you know what? They marched out million strong. It gave opportunity 
also for Moses to grow up in the um, the palace of the very of the oppressor, yeah. to know the ways, to know them, to understand more. Right. You know, and and God used him. If they hadn't been there, then things wouldn't have happened the same way. Right, and understand, then you hear that and go, oh yeah, God worked it all out. No, that's not the end of the story. Right. That's that's so temporary. That's mm-hmm. just a temporary part of the permanent story. The permanent and it is story a is permanent. It's a peace. Yes. Because God does work in those things, right. but he doesn't always work in the way we expect or desire. Right. Right. So here's, here's again, we're going to wrap it up and say this. We're, we're inviting you to join the shift with us. Um, the, you, you can find that on our Facebook page, the opportunity to join the shift. Um, you can find that on our, our webpage, um, our website, um, laythaceresources.com. Um, so just, just look for it, however you find us, Laythace Resources. Laythace is spelled A-L-E-T-H-E-S resources.com you can join the shift and and here's here here's what we're doing is we're we're there's a there is a common language within the church today that is either a fantasy toward towards something toward the sustaining of the temporary or it's fear I mean, those are the common languages that, that we're hearing now, and both of them are sad. Both of them are just, it's just, from my perspective, I would just say it. It's pathetic. It pains me every single day. I am grieved. I am, I, 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 I've wept. I've wept every single day. Um, and the more I understand about um of the, the the incredible massive um, unlimited nature of the triune God the more I understand about that the more it just it grieves me to hear the shallowness of of our conversations and um, and we're it's just basically we talk about we talk about God like he's just another god like he's he's just an it's another religion and no wonder people go well it's one of the many choices one of the many ways because there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing real about our conversation because we're not talking about god what we're talking about is the benefits look there's look apparently yoga is beneficial um i don't do it um but apparently yoga is beneficial or you know eating for some people, they say eating vegan is is beneficial. Um, I guess I don't know. Um, um, there's all kinds of things that that are that are that pretend to be beneficial, um, but there's only one that is beneficial, that is that is permanent, that is. And we're talking about joining with the glory of God in his permanence forever and ever and ever and always and always and always and always unending that's what we're talking about and our conversation needs to be focused on that not on conversions but on joining with the glory of god in his permanence that's something different Um, and that's i almost never almost never hear that 
in Christian circles anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So we're inviting you to join in that. Um, it's a big shift. It's right. a huge shift. We'll, we'll talk much more about it, and it comes out in pieces in almost everything we say. Yes, it does. All right. So, so join us. Join that, join that conversation. Um, um, it's, you know, like she said, when you're requested to join that, join the shift, um, there's some question, basic questions right. that, you, that you answer. Um, and, um, and then if you answer yes to all those things, then you're in and you can join the conversation. And feel free to, to message us on there or if there's things that you want to add to that or, or ask questions about, then feel free to do so. All right, I'm gonna. I know we need to to, to end um, for for scheduled time, but I'm gonna say this. It saddens me that um, that this this seems like such a foreign conversation right. in the Christian world because it's not what our leaders are are talking about. It's mm-hmm. not what the books are about. Um, it's not what the messages are about and the stories are about and the 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 conversations over uh, potluck um, dinners right. is about um, and that's that that doesn't make any sense whatsoever right. Right. So, all right sorry didn't mean to bring it down for no that's okay we, we wanna it, it's a heavy subject it's a it's a liberating thing yes. it can be it really can be Absolutely. but it's also not an easy shift and so um so join us see what we're doing be a part help us to spread more of who god is rather than the fears that we face day to day yes thanks don all right thank you bye-bye To learn more about the Truly Unlimited podcast, Alethe's resources, No One Dismissed, a comprehensive ministry plan for addressing intense emotional pain, or our other resources, go to alethesresources.com. And Alethes is spelled A-L-E-T-H-E-S, alethesresources.com, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.